Welcome to Breakthrough, the podcast that helps you to get unstuck, move forward, move on, and finally break through to that next level that you have been looking for. I'm Mickey Ruthman, transformational breakthrough coach, speaker, and author, and your host right here on the Breakthrough Podcast. So get ready to break the barriers and break the limitations, and let's dive right on into this week's episode of Breakthrough. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. So if you're new here, welcome. So happy to have you here. I do hope that you will enjoy this channel and what it has to offer and today's episode as well. Um, Please do go hit the subscribe button and uh, then you'll be notified of episodes as they are uploaded to the channel. And if you're joining me, not for the first time, but for the second, third, fourth, or how many of time, Welcome back. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to the Breakthrough Podcast. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different than what I normally do. And the reason for that is I've just found, especially the last two months or so, that many people, some of my clients, close people to me, friends, um, and even myself have really just been going through a lot. It feels like there's been a lot of storms and things that just kind of threw everybody's lives upside down. And I felt today that I just wanted to encourage some of you because I know that when that happens, it can sometimes feel like everything's not just turned upside down, but our cognitive distortions can come into play and it can start telling us things like, you know, this is never going to change. This is only going to get worse. Um, this always happens to you. You're, it, it just spirals usually from there into all sorts of things like you're a bad person. You never get things right. Nothing good ever happens to you, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what, what our cognitive distortions actually do. So they kind of snowball and they avalanche into something bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it feels to us like what is happening on the external is that much worse because internally we've got this dialogue that is a narrative of negativity and Um, hopelessness almost, depending on what the situation is. So I just felt that I wanted to just encourage all of you out there today because, you know, it's it's so easy for so many people to, when we're going through a lot of stuff or when a lot of stuff happens in our lives, to just turn around and almost invalidate our feelings and, and, you know, tell us to toughen up or to be strong or um, try to smile despite what's happening, you know. And there's a fine line for me between choosing positivity and choosing to see the good in something that happens so that we can learn, grow, heal and evolve from that versus toxic positivity where you're not acknowledging that you are not okay or you're not acknowledging that you're not feeling all right um, and that the situation doesn't sit right with you and you kind of just sweep that all under the carpet. That's toxic positivity. It's trying to force yourself to be positive and that is not something I'm an advocate of because At the end of the day, we have emotions for a reason. They are there to be felt, but they are not meant to get stuck. And I think that's what happens to a lot of us. And the main reason is because we usually don't know how to process an emotion. It's not something we were taught. Uh, There was no textbook on that. There um, was no curriculum like that at school. I don't even think our parents, most of our parents knew how to even tell us how to process an emotion because they were never taught that either. So what tends to happen is that the emotions get stuck instead of passing through us and um, 
that can kind of bring us down and, and make us feel and think that things are a lot worse than what they usually are. But I want to begin today's episode by reminding you that everything does happen for a reason. And I know that it sounds very cliche to say that, but we are in a world where everything around us is always teaching us. I mean, if you think back to the first time you had to do anything in life, um, whether it is to ride a bike, whether it is to walk, um, whether it is to brush your teeth, you know, change is uncomfortable and it, it usually feels to us like we're never going to get this right. But the more we practice, it actually does end up becoming a lot easier. And now most of us can do those things on autopilot without even having to think about it for a second. And, um, you know, we are growing, learning and evolving beings because I want you to ask yourself a question right now. At what age are we meant to know everything? And to have the answers to everything. What, what is your answer to that? Is there an answer to that? Because I think that we kind of live our lives as if, you know, we need to get to some point, especially by a certain age, uh, perhaps, or a certain stage of our lives is a stage or an age of our lives where we now need to know everything and have all of the answers. But that's never going to happen. We're continuously still learning. We're still growing. We're still evolving. And much of the reason for that is also for us to heal. Heal certain things, certain limiting beliefs that we have, for instance. Cognitive distortions, like I said earlier on, that we might have that's in our subconscious. And, you know, the moment we can look at a situation that doesn't feel good to us or that feels like it's extremely tumultuous or turbulent um, or it just looks overall bad to us or hopeless to us when we look at a situation like that and we can try to find the lesson in it for ourselves in other words asking ourselves what is this here to teach me what can I learn from this how can I as a human being not somebody else who's involved how can I learn grow heal or evolve through and from and because of this situation because when you do that, something happens in your mind. It opens you up to the possibility that this is here to serve me. This is here to help me in some way, shape or form. And when we're just stuck in this is happening to me, we struggle to find the lessons and to kind of work through it so that we can elevate to a next level in our lives and learn, grow, heal and evolve from a situation. So that would be the first thing I would ask you is to whatever it is that you're going through right now, whether it is just something that is um, circumstantial or whether it's health, um, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, um, even mental turmoil that you're struggling with right now, is to just ask yourself, what is this here to teach me? What can I learn from this? Or how can I as a person learn, grow, heal and evolve from this? Because... Once we do that, you're going to find that your mind just opens up to more opportunities around you and different ways of seeing whatever the situation is right now. And, you know, a lot of people use gratitude to do that. Gratitude is amazing. It's an amazing tool. And I always say that, you know, for anyone who doesn't believe that um, gratitude is going to shift anything, it might not shift anything in your external reality straight away. But it is definitely going to cause a shift on the inside of you, especially when it is done from a space of not trying to force yourself to be positive, but genuinely sitting down and looking around yourself and 
literally, if you're struggling, just finding five things around you right now, where you're sitting right now, that you can be grateful for. And um, I, for instance, for example, I don't really use the word gratitude because being grateful for something feels to me like um, it's not something I should have or should have gotten and I'm just so so happy to have it now kind of thing. So my favorite word to use is not gratitude. You're welcome to use that. If that's a great word for you, I always gauge how it feels inside of me when I say a word. So for me, I prefer the word being thankful or being appreciative of something. And I'll often just sit and look around myself just for a moment and just go into a bit of a rant. And, and usually when I start with one or two or three things that I'm thankful for or that I appreciate in my immediate environment, um, it sort of snowballs. Like there's more and more and more stuff that comes up that I wasn't even aware of. Because at the same time, I'm getting present um, as the time that I'm then just taking note of what's around me that I'm appreciative of or thankful for. So I'll very often just sit and say to myself, I am so thankful for my dogs and I'm so thankful for my beautiful home and I'm so thankful for the growth that I've achieved in the last couple of years and I'm so thankful for having amazing people in my life that are truly supportive and, um, you know, loving and who love me for who I am. And it just kind of always snowballs into more and more and more and more things. So I do implore you to practice, I'm going to call it gratitude for the purposes of that's usually what everybody understands, but to just sit down for a moment, look around you and just just commit at least to finding three to five things in your immediate environment around you that you are thankful for or that you appreciate, even if it is the fact that you have water in your home, um, that you have, you know, sanitation, anything like that. It, it doesn't have to be the big things always, guys. It can be something so small. But you're literally going to feel just by doing that. The shift that happens inside of you, because it kind of breaks that doom and gloom. It reminds us, it brings us back to the present instead of the mind hopping on something that's happened in the past or fearing and, and worrying about something in the future that we actually don't even know what's going to happen. We're just kind of telling ourselves stories about it. So it brings us back to the present moment when we do that as well. And you, like I said, it might not immediately shift the external reality or externally what's going on, but it's really going to help you internally with how you feel having to work through it or going through it at the moment. So I do implore you to practice gratitude or appreciation, thankfulness, at least twice a day, maybe in the morning when you wake up and um, in the evenings before you go to sleep. And definitely it's a great tool to use as well when you're sort of in a moment, if something bad just happened, if you just got bad news, or if you find yourself in a thought pattern where you're stressing, you're thinking about something the whole time and you're stressed about it, or you just got an email that upset you is... Um, to sit down, take a couple of minutes, look around you, just breathe, intentionally take nice deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth and then just take a minute or two to just look around you and just identify a couple of things around you that you can be thankful for in that moment and you will feel the difference. So that's the first thing is um, to firstly find the lesson in it. Okay, in whatever it is you're going through right now. How can you learn, grow, heal and evolve in and through the situation? How is this here to serve you, in other words? Secondly is to try to bring yourself back to the present and identify a couple of things around you to be thankful for. 
in this moment just to shift how you feel on the inside and and it's going to help you to cope with whatever's going on as well when you feel better on the inside too so that's the first two things that i want to remind you of and then the third thing i want to remind you of is the fact that you know our mind is i always like to say our mind is a bit of a drama queen and um, <laughs> it can always tell us a whole bunch of stories and it likes to inflate things as well so when you find that the narrative up in your head about a particular situation or particular person or with whatever it is you're working through or dealing with right now on the external, when you find that that narrative is breaking you down or it's very hopeless or it's very negative, is to just sit down and try to identify for yourself what are the thoughts that are making me feel this way. In other words, if you're finding that there's a narrative of this always happens to me, I never get my way, everyone always doing, is always doing me in, um, nobody understands me, I'm all alone, is to write those things down and question them. Question them in the sense of, let's use the last one, um, I'm all alone in this world, right? Is to write that down and literally look at that and question it by asking yourself, is that 100% true? Try to find 1% that makes it not true because that will immediately shift something in your mind and your pattern of thinking as well. Is if you can just find 1% of why that isn't true, even if you turn around and say, I'm not all alone in this world because I do have dogs. I have my dogs and they love me. That means you're not all alone in this world, right? So just try to question it. Firstly, ask yourself, can I say that this is 100% the truth? And then try to find evidence of at least a 1% of what makes that not 100% true. And then the last bit I want us to talk about, and this is quite a big one because I find that more and more we are living in a world where it's, it doesn't feel safe. I mean, all of us are brought up as it is, that it's not okay and it's not safe to have emotions or be emotional or have feelings, right? So it's not something we really talk about. It's something that we're sort of given a lot of shame around from a very young age. I mean, I remember um, my grandmother when I was very little, I was crying about something and she said to me, stop crying everybody can you see everybody's laughing at you it's because you're crying that everybody's everyone's looking at you now and everybody's laughing at you because you're crying and that taught me from a young age that there's shame around having feelings or even showing your feelings and all of us have that in some way shape or form and it's not because our parents were bad people they were <laughs> just perpetuating what they were taught it's it's very innocent stuff that they do but it sticks in our subconscious mind and it becomes the patterns that we still live out as grown-ups as well so what i want to implore you to do is to really allow yourself to feel your feelings okay if you're not ready to speak up about your feelings at least start with allowing yourself to feel them because they're there for a reason they need to pass through you not get stuck not get swept under the carpet um, not uh, you know degrade yourself with a narrative in your own mind telling yourself that you're a wuss or you should be stronger or you're weak because you have an emotion or because you you don't feel so good, right? Um, so I want you to firstly allow yourself to feel, but also 
I try to identify what is it that you're feeling. So what I usually do is I'll sit down and I'll ask myself, how do I feel about this? What is it that's coming up for me? What are the feelings involved in this thing that's happening or this thing that's going on? Because one thing you do know usually is that it doesn't feel good, but we kind of don't have the vocabulary always to identify what it is we feel. So what I want you to do in that moment is just write down a couple of words that come to mind. Maybe you wrote down angry. Um, and then I want you to look at the words you wrote down, like angry, for example, and then question it again and ask yourself, is that truly how I feel? Or is there another emotion underneath the anger that's truly going on here? And nine out of 10 times, it will start coming up for you because your mind will go, oh, okay, we can question this and find the other feelings now as well. Because we also have what I call a emotional vocabulary. We tend to use like the same five to 10 words to describe how we feel always in every situation. And there's a world of other words to describe how we're feeling out there, but we tend to just stick to five to 10 of them all the time. And it's not usually exactly how we feel. So when you question it, so if I, for instance, had to say, is angry truly how I feel about the situation? How else do I feel about it? What do I really feel about it? Then usually it'll come up with me. Anger is not the main, um, you know, emotion around this thing. It might be disappointment. It might even be hurt. It might even be fear, right? And in that moment, you can identify deeper what it is you're feeling. What emotion are you experiencing? So that you can allow yourself to just feel that. And as we all know, there's a huge difference between anger and either sadness or feeling disappointed or hurt or fearful about a situation. So we can truly pinpoint which emotion it is that we're supposed to allow ourselves to feel so that it can pass through us. So it's really important to pinpoint what it is we're feeling, but then question that as in go a little bit deeper and ask yourself, what is it that I'm really feeling? Because nine out of 10 times, the first thing we write down is just the way it's manifesting, but it's not 100% how we're feeling. It might just be a protection mechanism. Like anger, for instance, is a fear response, actually. So, um, yes, I implore you to identify how it is you feel. And then even if you have to set an alarm for yourself, decide for yourself you're allowed to give yourself 10 minutes to feel your feelings and act out and say what you want to say and feel how you want to feel without any judgment. Um, and then set an alarm for those 10 minutes and allow yourself to either be angry, if, if anger is the word that uh, you, what, you know, is what you're really feeling, or if you're sad or if you're disappointed, is allow yourself to truly sit with that feeling. Allow yourself to feel it. If you want to cry, cry. Um, but give yourself those 10 minutes. And then when the alarm is up, you take a nice deep breath in through your nose and you hold it for a second. And as you let it go through your mouth, you just tell yourself, I'm ready to now release this and let this go. And then a strange thing that I want you to do, well, it might sound strange to you, it's not so strange, is literally when you get up from that, shake it off. And I mean literally shake. Shake your hands, shake your body. Um, have you ever heard when somebody's angry or upset or anything like that, when they're showing like a, an emotion and everyone can see that emotion, someone will tell them to walk it off or shake it off. It's a physical thing in our bodies. I don't know if you've ever seen an animal when it goes into fight or flight. Um, I actually saw a video not too long ago of, I think it was a springbuck. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Speak under correction, but it was a lion that was chasing the springbuck and it grabbed it by the neck and 
the springbok just froze, went into complete, um, you know, fight or flight mode and literally just shut down. It froze. And the next moment a hyena showed up and the lion ended up running away. And as the lion ran away, this springbok literally, where I thought it was already dead, okay, it literally just got up, shook itself up and hopped away. Um, and yeah, we, our body has a certain response to emotions and to, especially when we go into fight or flight mode, which is a very primitive thing for us to do. So literally just shake it off so that you can just, um, you know, your nervous system can just calm down again and then you carry on with your day. If you feel you need another 10 minutes later in the day, allow yourself to do that. So the key here is to find the balance, to not get stuck in it, right? But also not not allow yourself to feel it, right? So that's truly helped me a lot to work through a lot of things. And I know that a lot of you are probably thinking, oh, Mickey, with the time I must find where I never even find five minutes to myself. Even if you have to go to the bathroom and go do it there, or go sit in your car all alone and do it there, just allow yourself that space and that time to do it because you truly need to honor yourself by honoring your emotions and allowing yourself to feel them because many times, majority of the time, the external world and other people are not going to make us feel safe enough to just allow ourselves to feel what we feel. They might just invalidate how we feel. So we need to, it starts with us. We need to allow ourselves to feel what we feel and to validate those feelings by recognizing them, acknowledging that them to ourselves, allowing ourselves to feel them, and then allowing them to just pass through us. And um, the last thing I want to leave you with is a book that I read a very, very long time ago by David Hawkins. And... Um, it is called Letting Go, and it's a phenomenal book to read if there's stuff that you feel you're still holding on to and that's stressing you out that's going on at the moment or has happened. Um, and, you know, he's got a technique that he calls the Letting Go technique where he also asks you to feel, to recognize and, and identify what it is you feel, allow yourself to feel it, but... Then he goes over into a step that I absolutely love and I've done this myself. And can I tell you, the more you do this, the more it kind of breaks loose a whole bunch of other emotions that are attached to the one emotion you're feeling right now. And you feel so free after doing this. So the extra step that he's got in there is to literally ask yourself, when you acknowledge what you're feeling and allow yourself to feel that, he um, asks you to kind of just ask yourself, Am I willing to let this go? And that's quite a powerful question to ask. And then what I normally do is in the last step, I go over into saying to myself, I am willing to let this go. So if you have the time, if you've got Audible, it's a great book to listen to as well. Go look for Letting Go by Dr. David Hawkins. So... I hope this has encouraged you a little bit today. If you are going through something or if you, like so many other people and including myself, have just been through a whole bunch of stuff. It just, it literally feels like, um, some other planet just pulled its ass into a curl and is <laughs> causing a whole avalanche of a whole bunch of stuff that sometimes feels like it's so far out of our control and that we don't understand why it's happening. And it can, it can make us very negative. It can, um, you know, just break us down a little bit and make us vulnerable and, you know, feel hopeless. But 
I want to encourage you today that if you wrote down some of these steps today and you implement them, again, it might not immediately shift whatever the situation is or what's happening in the external or the circumstances around it. But it is definitely going to help you to shift how you go through it, how you get to feel about it. And um, usually once we detach in an emotional way in the sense that we don't feel hopeless about it anymore, we feel better about it, it sometimes just automatically then resolves whatever the issue is by itself because there's not that emotional attachment to it anymore. So I hope this has helped you and I want to encourage you to keep going. Um, my favorite thing that I remind myself of usually is that just like everything else in this world has seasons, you know, there's seasons in our lives and just like summer can't stay forever it has to turn somewhere right it has to become a new season just like winter is not allowed it's one of the laws you know on this earth of ours winter isn't allowed to last forever the season has to turn um, I want you to remind yourself that whatever it is you're facing or going through it is a season and you know the natural law on this earth says everything goes through seasons but a season has to change it's not allowed to stay the same. It's not allowed to last forever. It cannot. It's not possible. So remind yourself that this season too will change. So that's it for this episode of the Breakthrough Podcast. And I hope that you found this episode to be thought-provoking and eye-opening and that it inspired you to take action towards living your best life possible. Because that is truly my intention with this channel and with the content that I share on here. And if you're new here, hi and welcome. Please remember to go and hit the subscribe button for notifications of new episodes as they're uploaded to the channel. And to please go and rate and review this channel because I love connecting with you guys and I love hearing from you and it also helps me to reach more people. And then lastly, if you found particular value from this episode, I want you to quickly, right now on your phone, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode of the Breakthrough Podcast and go and tag me in a post over on Instagram or on Facebook and um, I'll do a shout out for you and connect with you over there as well. And lastly, guys, as always, remember that you are loved and you are valued and you're amazing and to endeavor to become the change that you want to see. So thank you once again for tuning into the Breakthrough Podcast with me, Coach Mickey Ruthman. Until next time, take care. In all of us, in our hearts, there's love and light that we must realize. We need to feel, we need to use this warmth that could make bright our lives.
must realize we need to feel. 